adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. We're back. Episode 67, No Snooze Podcast. I just pounded another protein shake. I'm up to three a day. And I just pounded some eggs, eggs as usual. Eggs and black coffee, which yep. is Let's disgusting. go, Mike Pirelli. Let's Dude, go, baby. Tell, tell people you're a coffee hack right off the right off the tip. All right, listen. So it's a veteran move. Highly mm. caffeinated. Daddy doesn't decaf. Just want to let there people know. There we go. That's my favorite part. Um, oh, quick on the drop, this is Memorial Day, right? So Memorial Day is obviously an American holiday, celebrated on the last, there you go, I see you, on the last Monday in May, and it's basically in remembrance to all of those who lost their lives in the U.S. military, mm-hmm. right? So that's on a very serious note. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Right? Yeah. All right. Now the Starbucks hack. Yes. So usually when I go to Starbucks, I'll order two coffees, one for now, one for later, kind of like the now and later. Yeah. Right? So the now... I put ice and I drink it black with one Splenda. That's that's my go-to. Gives it a nice little little sweet flavor to it, but not too much to okay. where it's too milky or something like that. Okay. Right? But then the second coffee, since I know it's for later, I keep it black and I put it in my fridge at work. Mm. So like today, it was perfect, right? I worked out and during my workout, I'm like, damn, I'm running a little behind on time. I'm not going to be able to get to Starbucks. Oh, wait. I have one in my fridge. So, as Michael said, highly caffeinated. I'm Daddy doesn't decaf. I'm going to have to steal some of that. That is like what I do at some uh, fast food places. If you go and pick <laughs> wait, up- Wait, wait, you order, like this. You order McDonald's CD, to go? This is, this is playing chess. So, you <laughs> know how when you're driving home, you are picking in the bag for okay. fries, whatever you get? Yep. I get a meal for the drive home before the actual meal. So, like a junior meal. Junior meal. meal, small fries, you know, I'll get a sand piece chicken nugget oh, just so I can little snack a little bit. <laughs> because it is impossible. Yeah. Like, I get violent if I can't have a fry on the way home. I know. That I right? Agree. Yep. Yep. I thought you were going to say you stored it. But speaking Stor- of chess, <laughs> speaking of chess. Yes. I mean, not to toot our own horns here, but I think we really, really played adult chess on another level. Uh-oh. So we hosted a great party for my um, for my niece to be, and we Dave does not mean me well. <laughs> yeah. I had no part in it. They did a beautiful job. Well, yeah, I mean, shout out Dorian and Victor, yeah. the entire team that put that together. But we hosted it in the backyard. DJ Heavy Styles. <laughs> yes, he, he was fire. Right. Yeah, I keep li- hearing that in my sleep. <laughs> shout out DJ Heavy Styles, baby. Um, but. So what we did was we knew that it was going to be a disaster afterwards. So a week prior, we made arrangements with the cleaning lady Mm -hmm. and said, listen, on Sunday morning, we'd appreciate it if you come in and kind of take care of the cleaning. So she was like, no problem. So we booked her in advance. But That was the first time, you know, you have a little hangy the next day. And the last thing you ever want to do is clean everything up. So it was so nice that Consuela was able to come by and give us a little clean. And Dave put a show together. Uh, he oh, was definitely the MVP. You oh, had to what? be the MVP at the the baby shower. Oh, what, dancing! You Dance won moves? dancing bachata. You know? and then he won the baby uh, competition. What was that? The, the yeah, they had games? us put they had us put diapers on. Maybe we'll put that video up and yeah. see. We'll There's some it good TV. footage. Yeah, so Mike and I had to put diapers on, full blown diapers, and then chug a beer. At a, oh no no baby that, bottle. Well, that was a that different was two one. different yeah, challenges. So chug a beer out of a baby bottle, put on a diaper. <laughs> Wear a um, a blindfold and our wives stuffed baby food into and our mouth. What was your baby food? I Did thought, you hear what I got? I thought it was peas. Mine was What'd worse. You? It was called chicken dinner. Oh, I got turkey. Yeah. So okay. So protein, we were though. we were on the same same level, but it was, it was nasty. Disgusting. I was telling was Karina, like stop, 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 stop. Yeah. But she just kept jamming it in my mouth. So you think it's a mistake that we were one and two in that competition? It was it was obvious. I mean, yeah. you looked at the competition was a little yeah. shaky. I blame Dana for not feeding me fast enough. Yeah, I told Karina to dump the whole thing in my I mouth. I saw it. But <laughs> you also have areas where you can hide some food. probably seep through Just it. Just seep through the beard? It was oh, gross, man. but that was a lot of fun. It was, it was gross. steamy. I forgot what it was like to sweat. Yeah. You know, yep. when you get in that winter vibe, the fall, you forget what it's like to be dressed nice and just sweat through it. Yep. Uh, best part before we transition, I guess, to PodBot update 
was a you know late night, and it wasn't really that late. It was like 10 p.m., but there's like a foot of sandwich left, and all you see is Mike and I. You're like <laughs> one of the Cheo was with us. Um, we're just pounding this this uh, leftover sandwich. The food and we had a good day of eating. Yeah, the food spread was uh, phenomenal. You had chicken, uh, excuse me, mac and cheese, fried chicken, uh, four three foot wedges. Yeah, we had twelve feet. Pork sliders, forgot about those yeah. chicken, uh, buffalo chicken sliders. Yeah. You had Cheetos that went super stale. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. gross at 10 p.m. Yeah, they were stale Cheetos, not even bad. <laughs> uh, good transition into the pod bod father figure update, yeah. I guess. Right, so I got another six. Uh, listen, I have no information for you. I, I got another six workouts in. Okay. Um, on my quest to 260. I would say you look tighter, though, like in your Instagram posts. Yeah. Uh, well, and if you, you don't so follow us, you don't, follow. you don't see, but what I have to do the is I, I have to, yeah, I have to flex. Your <laughs> so, arms, do your arms ever rest at your side? No. You, well, that's the thing. That's the point. thing. That's the hack. You put the arm out, Justin Anthony Sanchez. You listen to this and you listen closely, my brother. J.A.S. Because right? if you want to look a little a little more brolic, you do this. So you hit a quick set of the biceps. And by right? quick set, it means a thousand reps. Yes. <laughs> it, literally 1,000 reps. <laughs> Today, I, I closed and I did 100 straight. Great, but it was nice. After that questions. set, hold on. Let me get after, back to that. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, me? Yeah, you go. Okay. After that set, Justin's laughing at us. He's like, you guys need to get your shit together. So after that set, I close fist. When you close fist, I think the blood circulates up, right? That's what gives me the vein pop. And then I take my elbow off of my body, flex into the mirror, and snap a picture. Oh, we know. So when you see it, that's what you're seeing. It's good. It's good presentation. I see the vein coming through. I have one that's peeking out right now, <laughs> and I'm trying to get that baby to say, "I'm here." Listen, you know? I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a very veiny guy. You aren't, I'm, which no, is surprising. I'm, In the whole I'm really ab not. conversation, I think about that. The what? whole ab conversation, like the, uh, you know, you got down to the eight, whatever it was, yeah, seven. Still and not no a full, abs. Not a full six pack. We got to figure that out. Not a full six pack. We can figure. Oh, whoa, that whoa, out. whoa! When you say no abs, what does that mean? You didn't have the abs that I thought you would at 8%. Because I'm not very, to, you at know what I'm yes, saying? Uh, but my genetic makeup. like walking around. Like, no, I didn't. Baby no. No, 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 no. But look, look, I just took another one. When was this? Yeah, show me the goods. When When was this? Why are you holding out on me? Uh, I'm going to start sending you guys a shirtless every day. That gotta, might be the only way. I got to go to my wife's recent text message because I sent it to her. All right, I you get know? a question. Would you commit <laughs> to posting on here every week a shirtless so me? that we stay committed to having good bodies? Up. Uh, Posted where? I actually shaved my chest too. Yeah, no, see, secret. See, you could, you know, didn't it, work it's, well. It's not, it's not low no, enough. See, I see it. Yeah, well, you yeah. got big abs. I have big abs. <laughs> you got big abs. Big abs. Yeah, I want big old abs. Um, look, quick, boom, ooh. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that or not, CV. Screenshot. That was it. <laughs> so if you were quick enough to get it, you could see me in a towel. Well, listen, <laughs> our subscribers may skyrocket after that. <laughs> um, I'm offended. You said no abs, Michael. Listen, I have four and a half. Sometimes five. If you're at eight percent body fat, I'm expecting to see abs on top. I of I think abs. I would have to get down to. Well, you will, you will, because you're I have the genetics. You do. I have the genetics, but not the will. The, uh, the, the uh, what's the word? <laughs> I don't know, but the, I'm uh, I don't disciplined. Know. Okay, all, all genetics, right. no discipline. <laughs> no, because you see, even at like fifteen percent, you were you were dicey. Right now, I'm feeling the the. Uh, are you done? Yes. I don't mean to yeah, take yeah, over yeah. the no, no, pod update take, take like I usually do because there's more to talk about uh, because there's more of a journey I have to go through, you know? I have to go through the, the Frodo ring. Uh, What's Frodo? Is that a movie? Yeah, let's say. Do you know that movie? Uh, it sounds like Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. That's it. Is that it? Um, oh. So it's what been it? it's been solid. It's what been, is it? It was a movie. It's uh, Return of the King. Uh, Star Wars? No, what is pinky it? Finger. What is that? Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, I couldn't Coy, think you're of going name. like this. Like, I'm going to get that. I thought he was giving you the finger. Yeah, yeah. right? I'm yeah, like, so did I. Uh, so my update is uh, it was our anniversary yesterday, three years. Going, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, going strong. <laughs> I had a lot to do with that. But. You did. Yeah, he set us up. If you, you didn't know, Dave and Karina set <laughs> no, us no, up. No. We owe it all to them. Uh, so anniversary... Dana, we always like to go out to dinner and kind of, you know, we, my mother came over, took care of the baby, uh, mother-in-law and father-in-law during the day came by. So it was a little easier on us yesterday. Thank you guys. We went to the town, the townhouse in Greenwich. Townhouse. The townhouse. It used to be Gabriel's. Remember Gabriel's? No. Gabriel's is like real high end. This is like a step down. I wouldn't know. But nice. So we went there. Uh, nothing, I'll be honest, nothing jumped off the page on the menu when Dana's like, I want to go to the townhouse. I'm like, I hear it's good, but there's nothing that I'm so like, you're a pre-menu viewer. That. 
I may, you got to capture my attention with something. And when I'm going to the place, I'm fired up to get it. Gotcha. Right? So, gotcha. Bartaka, pork we get? belly. Exactly. Boom. If you I have, see pork belly, I'm there. Yeah, you have your target. Yep. If you don't have a target, it kind of stresses me out because yep. then you're going in there and you don't know what you're going to get. Correct. So, we had a phenomenal waiter that did, did not steer us wrong. We had crudo, which I've never had before. It's basically What's seared that? tuna. Ooh. Tuna? Seared tuna uh, in a broth. Mm. Keep in mind, plates are small. So you really got to savor tapas. the bites. Is that what they're it's called? Kind of like tapas size. Uh, incredible. Then we had burrata, which you can't go wrong with a little arugula salad. Mm. They had some type of uh, sun-dried tomatoes that were pureed, mm. but then put back in the same shape as if they weren't pureed. That's that's a skill right there. Dude, good. Uh, then I had sea bass, miso-glazed sea bass, gnocchi. What, is sea bass fishy or no? No, I bass, gotta get my seafood game up. You, you gotta, come I have to. You gotta come with me. But you do my the dad oyster stuff. I do it all. I, can't do I that. love it all. Everything swordfish, oyster, sea bass, octopus. You ever have octopus? Octo octopuses. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, what else? Dana. Oh, this is my, my point. I was coming to a point. So Dana got the steak. Right? She okay. got a. I think a New York prime. Good order. Yeah, it was. What do you think the worst thing you can do at a steakhouse? is how you order your steak. What you order? <sighs> a well-done steak. She said, medium well. I missed it. I didn't hear it. Ooh. And we, I knew we were sharing, right? So I don't know how the hell I missed it. I had a nice whiskey drink. I, was, I had a little nice. buzz going. What would you, you drink? It was, uh, it, was a, it was a date on it. It was like whiskey. 1792. Something, something like that. And then it had a little sherry in it. Ooh. And then an orange. It was like an old-fashioned. Yep. Very okay. similar. Uh, incredible. So I w- she orders it. I eat my meal, my sea bass, cleared the plate, just absolutely put on a shirt. Is there like a bone, one bone? Nothing left. No bone. The guy kept coming back. He's like, wow, you really like this food. <laughs> I was like, I haven't eaten in weeks. <laughs> um, so Dana gets it. She cuts through it. She eats it. She goes, oh, man, I'm really stuffing my car. I pass it this way. And I look at it, and I'm like, well done. what did you order? Still a little pink, yep. right? But charred to the gills, which they do there. It's like a, th- a thing they do. Um, I eat the whole piece, medium well. That's how good it was. I was like, I can't imagine how good this is if they if cook it was it right. medium. Yeah. Well, they cooked it right. Correct. They cooked it to her her wants. Exactly. Dana goes, I'm just so used to ordering pregnant that I forgot yep. how to order and that's Makes what sense. I did. I don't blame her. Makes sense. Yeah, Karina wouldn't she would never do anything less than uh, medium well. And then dessert we get churros filled with caramel. Ooh. A la mode with vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Oh no, hazelnut. Ooh. It was one of the best orders. That was good. Um, but anyway, so as far as the diet <laughs> so and the pod body, pod. <laughs> this morning I felt a little bloated, but the power is coming back. Like I feel, I felt stronger than I ever felt before. My muscles look like I'm filling out. Like in the pictures that I sent during our challenge, I felt a little deprived. Like I didn't feel now like I had full. energy. Daddy's full. Now I feel like I have energy and I'm actually looking athletic. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. It might just be in my head. No. I need to see a picture. You got to. I feel one. like I'm more towards your species now, okay, than my species. So it was okay. What species? Uh, Neanderthal. Neander. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm moving more into the Neander. Okay. Like I see a couple veins. You know, there's some things happening. Okay. Uh, I'm really. It's it's like stuff's building up below the surface. I'm just waiting till it, you know, till it explodes. Through. Yeah. We're so watch when that. we explode on the beach in South Carolina. We're just gonna. Well, that's pop the goal now. Shirts. And I was like, should we? Should I commit? To some type of goal for the beach. I thought you did. I thought it was ten percent. Did I commit to ten percent? I thought you committed. I said to that. I thought. I said that. I don't know. I don't know. I thought. Anyway, good update. Um, babies. Yeah. Real quick, they're both taking steps. They took steps this week. They're taking steps, yeah. and like right around the same time. It's funny, Callie. She's um, she knows that she is um, uh, she's on a table. She like takes a couple steps on the table, but then like Karina will move back a little bit, right? So she literally goes one, two, three, and then just dives into Karina's arms. Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah. weird, uh, yeah. I guess a weird- Jumping uh, off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jumping off a cliff. Yeah. Right. I see CV over there like editing Nightmare. That's right. <laughs> That's why we have CV. Yeah. He's the best. Oh, by the way- Good job keeping that other stuff in. Catherine must have voted it in, so that's why you kept it last week. Wow, shaking his head. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the steps. I wasn't there for her official first steps, but I was mm-hmm. the catalyst. Okay. I called and said, hey, I'm on the way, and she heard my voice and walked to Dana. So part of me feels more uh, proud, yep. even though I didn't see the first steps, you know? 
But then it makes you think like, damn, I missed that. No, but they're not like, for Callie at least, it's not like she's like on her own walking around. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's very shaky. Yeah, no, they're absolutely shaky. Very shaky. And she's she's like, she's starting to get off her tippy toes and she's kind of getting down to the heels. She's trying to figure that out. But she's been working on her calves. She's got really good calves. She's Yeah, walks on her toes like her uncle. That's how I walk. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, she has my calves, so. Yeah, better, seriously. better than her uncle. She's she's too top heavy because of the way she walks. <laughs> yeah. She's too strong. Uh, but even that, it feels like it came out of nowhere. Yep. And they look so much older now. Which I don't know about you, but a lot of self reflection. Yes. A lot of self reflection going on. A lot of turbulence yep. in the life. Good, bad, indifferent. There's just a lot of a lot of everything going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Before we go to turbulence, yes. right? Because that's what kind of where you're going to lead us today. Yeah, right. I'm your and pilot. I, I'm reminding. It's I, listen. I hope there's no turbulence on any flights that we get on. <laughs> no, all right. Do you not? Are you afraid of turbulence? I just don't. I don't know. I don't like that. Like, like ooh, my ooh. mom and sister went to uh, Fort Lottie Dottie a little while ago. Fort Lauderdale. Your abbreviations <laughs> and stuff. Do you actually say that? Like usually, or <laughs> no, is it no. for the show? No, no. I usually say Fort Lottie Dottie. That that actually came from. I can't. I can't steal it. My buddy from Manhattanville, shout out Jeff Ventura, he used to say uh, peanut butter and yellies, and he's going back to Fort Lottie Dottie, because that's where he came from. So peanut he, butter and yellies. Yeah, so it was good. good. And like our coach, Pat Scanlon, would say it back to us, yeah. like, yo, if you're trying to put on weight, like you got to eat these peanut butter and yellies. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. So that's where I got it. Um, but my mom and sister take this flight, and they, they could be a little dramatic at times. But after they told me the full story, I'm like, wow, that's kind of crazy. They were like, one, everybody was just like super ghetto on the flight. Like, would stand up, like, just, it was on uh, Spirit Airlines. They oh, took, like, yeah. a cheaper Spirit's flight. Fun. Right. But Spirit's she good. said, like, the, the, the words that were being thrown around was, like, super ghetto. So they're looking around, like, why is everybody just talking so hood on this flight, <laughs> right? But then the turbulence starts to set in, and they said people were literally just Same. throwing up in the aisles, like, everywhere, all over the place. And that was their flight down there. Uh, so it was one of the worst experiences they've ever had. But it was it was true. So don't fly Spirit to <laughs> so, Fort So, Lottie yeah, we're, not, we're definitely not flying spirit down to uh down to south carolina Too late. I already booked the flight. <laughs> we're going i'm going jet blue only yeah jet blue i'm a jet blue fan yeah which absolutely. one has a leg room jet blue jet blue okay yeah. all right what's the next topic let's keep it rolling we got the moment all right going. yeah i guess we go um recommendations reckies a little reckies so i can't well one it's 90 degrees outside come out of the keister so i can't i can't come uh come out the pocket but okay. i will come from behind the table I said I was going to bring a little, uh, some goods for the um, fathers-to-be, maybe, or, or fathers, or male figures in your life, or uh, the Dave and Mikes in your life, some, something like that, right, with Father's Day coming up. So today, I have what is called pure male seduction in a unique bottle. Wait, wait, wait. That's my name for it. Oh, <laughs> I was going to co- say, that's the <laughs> no, name. No, 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 no. This is, <laughs> no. Google. This is the cologne that I've been wearing for the past four years. Right, it is Paco Rabanne, one million. Not for nothing, I did get enticed by the actual visual of the bottle when That's it nice. was in the store for the very first time. But then I actually sprayed it and I smelled it. When I when I spray, here, give me your give me your uh, your wrist. Yeah, Do a little rub. Your, That's my smell. What's your, but what's your spray uh, uh, routine? Uh, I go, so I, I get dressed first. I go one on the wrist, oh, well, forearm, one on the one forearm. One on the bicep. One on the forearm, one on the forearm, neck, neck, done. So, so you're a four, four spray. Four spray. Okay. Yep. Okay. Four spray after I'm dressed. So is this in shot, nice. CB? It does smell like you. Is, it, is like this you. in the shot? Cool. Now that I know this, I'll spray my pillows yep. at night. So I, like I said, I've worn it for about four years, but it's by far my favorite cologne. And I'm I'm a I'm a cologne guy. I got a got a couple nice scents. I can't give you the full Dave Virginia mix because I actually blend colognes. I was going to say there's gotta be another level because you're so high maintenance with stuff. But does that smell like me? Like it when does. You, it does. It does. You know, isn't that weird that smell is the number one memory jogger? It makes sense. So like when you Definitely smell something, you remember you get transported. Yes. yes. Smells very important. Yep. And I so I'm not even joking. Every time I see it in the morning it really does give me a boost of confidence because i know i'm going to be smelling good throughout the day you know what's funny there's all these things that give you a boost of confidence in the morning or you're just like oh there's another one two points another one another one another one is that another mirror but so 
I couldn't. I, is that another just mirror? Like, just mirrors. <laughs> I, on yeah, yeah. I could not identify the actual like smells of it. So I had to. I did a little research, of right? She did. But it has sense of grapefruit, mint, blood mandarin, rose, cinnamon. It's a nice design. Spicy notes of leather, mm-hmm. paired with woody notes, amber, and my favorite Indian patchouli. I don't know what Indian I don't know patchouli, what a patchouli is, is, but but maybe it's what a, a blend body. of scents. Yeah, I I mean in theory, yeah, I have no idea. Whatever right? that is, smells good. It it does smell good. I you wish like we it? had smell of it. Are you are you a uh, cologne guy? Yeah, I wear Adidas still. Like it's like we're nineteen ninety. Do you wear the Michael Jordan cologne from nineteen ninety six? I actually do have. Uh, <laughs> no, I ran out, but I did. That was that I was one of my. I have the same cologne because yep. they were all gifted, and I have like six. You know? Right, and usually, usually I, um, you know, I get my colognes gifted. I'm hoping I that go all Father's the Day, net, though. Hopefully, Father's Day this year, I'll get another re up of uh of the Paco Rabanne. But this is a uh, a 3.4 ounce bottle. I also have the 6.7 ounce. So 3.4 is great because you could actually travel with this one. Uh, that that looks like you might right? get robbed for yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a very nice bottle, but I can't say that I got it where I'm going to tell you to buy it. I shopped around for you guys, mm. for the No Snooze listeners. Mm. Usually we buy it at Nordstrom or Macy's, the typical- I didn't know if anyone ever did that. Like what? I know they have all those stations at Nordstrom. I didn't know someone actually purchased things there. At Nordstrom? Yeah. It's one of my favorite stores. I like. I just assume people buy them online and they oh. just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yep. everyone well, gets the samples, but right. never buys it. Right. But I did some research for you guys. So this will be the Davy deal. And again, you could shop around if you could find it cheaper. Go ahead. But the cheapest that I found was at Walmart. Walmart.com. Macy's sells the 6.7 ounce for $122. Walmart has it for just $83.95. Wow. They also have the 3.4 ounce, which is this one, for $49.99 at Walmart. Seems like a deal. Right? That's a Davey deal. That's so a Davey deal. go out, get yourself smelling nice. Smell get, like Dave. I was going to say, <laughs> go out, smell like Dave, Regina, look in the mirror, pat yourself on the back, and you got yourself some confidence. What is, uh, what do you blend it with? Another cologne? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to give us the yeah. exact so this is, and you, Side I, note. I can't wait to see side it go note, to your house and check this it out. Is, this is what's called eau de toilette. <laughs> Which is not the the um, what is it? it eau de toilette. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. E A U eau de toilette. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Your but face there's, looks hilarious. <laughs> there's when you say two, it. the toi. <laughs> there's two. There's two versions of cologne. You have what's called parfum. <laughs> that's the, that's like the serious. He's just making stuff. Up no, now. I'm serious. <laughs> He's Mike's crying. Uh. I'm dead serious though. The parfum is the more expensive. Are you trying one. to say perfume? No, parfum. Okay. Or parfume. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm laughing. All so right, go ahead. The parfume is <laughs> is much more expensive than the eau de toilette. <laughs> sounds like you're just speaking I'm dead. I don't know what you're saying. You think I'm just bullshitting, what but I'm being dead saying? serious. So the <laughs> I guess it has to, has to do with like the water level that's in it. Couldn't you so, say that from the beginning? I guess, but the parfum is the more expensive one, whereas the potent. eau de toilette it wears off a little quicker. On this cologne, the eau de toilette, it, it just lasts all day, which is amazing. But the one that I pair it with, parfum. Par- what's parfum? All right. Do you want me to tell you the other one no, I pair no, it with? No, I yeah, can't. I can't. I can't. Right. I'll start crying. Um, <laughs> you, you would crush in like a Nordstrom. You have so Imagine much knowledge. I just, I just start spraying people with colognes. <laughs> like, you're just confusing them with language you, you want the uh, You want the uh, You want, you want the, the uh. They're like, what am I buying? What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That was a good one. Take it away from me because my cheeks hurt now. Listen, Please. I, All right. Mine's, <laughs> mine's an app. Uh, <laughs> it's Duolingo, so you can learn a language. Yo, the very first episode okay. of the Oh, okay. It's, right. it's uh, fonts. So the I took what Dave said to heart, and the uh, deaf community saying that they like the captions, yes. and subtitles. Yes. In addition, subtitles in my all my research apparently subtitles add to a lot of exposure because a lot of people. I think the, it was like eighty percent. They don't listen. They watch. Correct. So I downloaded something that's free. Free. Here's a Mikey discount. Okay. Free 99. That's that's good. It's called Fonts. Mm -hmm. It's an app. You can upload the video. It automagically. Someone says that on YouTube. Automagically. He's a magic guy. That's good. That's good. Automatically uh, does your captions and Mm -hmm. subtitles, and then you can go back in and edit. So if something's wrong. Okay. You know, my dictation is not always perfect. Yep. 
I'm able to go back and correct things. And, right. So I just post that today okay. as a test run, but it's free. You just have to uh, send like a link to a friend. I just send it to myself, the link, cool. so that I can get it for free. Okay. And what's it called? Fonts. It's called Fonts. And it has a blue S. Not Fonts. 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 I'll have to send CV a screenshot. F-O-N-T-S. It. And it's got these all these options for types of- Very nice. Uh, uh, types of subtitles. So like know, for, really animated for clips for and stuff, right, yep. you can, cool. Can be good. Good. Um, because I know you're loving the morning captions. Yeah, well, I just, I, now I do it on, if I talk, I put a caption. Yeah. See, why, I don't talk really Why wouldn't I? Yeah, you said I was vanilla recently. Well, we never got into that. Did you Am really not know what I meant? What do you mean? Because the name was a, a Hispanic name. What was the name, CV? Do you remember the- Oh, on um, the quote. Yeah, he, he put a quote up one day, and I said he's very vanilla because of the way he was pronounced. Oh, yeah. So the name Soledad is a Hispanic or Latin American name. I thought it was like Soledad. That is very vanilla, Michael. What's that, vanilla mean, though? White. Like the way you're saying it is like a vanilla white boy. Vanilla means boring. No, vanilla, yes, but vanilla, vanilla means boring. Well, not not I'm the, white. I'm the vanilla gorilla because yes. I'm white, not because I'm boring. That's true. You just made a fact. You, you know what I'm saying? A fact? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a movie guy, bro. It was a scary movie. Oh, I've seen that too. It's of uh, the two guys, and one's uh, your boy, uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. What happens if a mouse goes outside is it a rat wait i you don't remember that part no i it's thought scary movie was back in the back in the day it is they had like six kevin hart was in that kevin hart was in it yes kevin hart he was in scary movie like three or something oh 100 I, I don't know google justin you don't remember that and no they say uh you he goes he woke up dead he goes you can't wake up dead and he's like, oh, I think you just made a fact. Do you think people... People definitely get these references. I was going to say, do you think they get your references? Because I definitely don't. 100%. All right. So I like sometimes I laugh to like give you a little giggle, but I hope people understand it. Full feel. <laughs> um, so that's my recommendation. I like it. I'm always looking for We're going to try it. Yep. You know what I think? I'm like, there's got to be an easier way. And yep. I always find an app, and there is an easier Is way. Kevin Hart in it? Thank you. He's oh, CJ in the okay. rap battle. Good, good. Right in uh, when Eight Mile one, whatever. Wait, what number? What scare movie Eight was Mile? It? They did a spoof on Eight Mile. Really? Have you never watched any movies? I've seen Eight Mile and Titanic, uh, Godfather, A Bronx Tale. Yeah, and then Mahalik, Mahalik. Oh, that's like Mackay Pfeiffer. Yes, and got it. Boys in it, and they. But, I, but the whole part is they keep having debates like we do yeah and he's like if a mouse goes outside is it a rat and if a rat comes inside is it a mouse and they're both like oh that's pretty good though because they get like i get it i get it sorry i get it i get it now it's one of my favorite quotes of all time all right good so watch the movie get the app called fonts (laughs) fonts get the app f-o-n-t-s f-o-n-t-s mike money but it's free but it's free it's free all right, so you might be one. seeing this on some that's of my uh, clip posts. Nice. Because I was like, you know what? My clip posts don't do very well, and their views are there, but I'm like, maybe I we gotta. you just got to keep sharpening the axe. Yep. That's it. That's, so I'm trying new stuff. That's what it's about. I'm trying to keep it Good spicy stuff. for you. Not vanilla at all. <laughs> not vanilla to be, not, not to be boring. Well, you're going to say- <laughs> Just to be white. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to keep getting I, more and more white. Yeah, and I'm like a swirl. You are the the opposite of vanilla, other than being the vanilla gorilla because it rhymes. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. But they call me the uh, chameleon. You are the chameleon. I, just, I, I try to blend in. You know? I like to think that I'm like a version of a chameleon where like I can kind of hang places, yep. but you're still looking at me and you're like, I don't know if he fits. Yeah, well, if you ever called somebody Soledad, Soledad. and their name was Soledad. Soledad. See, I don't <laughs> have that flavor. I'm just, you know, I got to learn. You guys are my culture. There we go. There's a show. It's a, one show I follow. It's Culture Corner. Mm-hmm. They have a culture corner. You're my culture corner. There we go. There we go. This will bring us to um, recommendations, not recommendations, or, uh, current, events. current events. So this one is. Why'd you say it like that? Current events. This one is interesting. This is not a relationship thing. Thank God. No more relationships. No, this is Please. a deal for people. I almost didn't believe it. So I read this article and it is a Nissan dealership that offers 99 cent leases on the Leaf EV, which is the electric, uh, the Nissan Nissan's version of an electric vehicle, if you buy a pickup truck, and their pickup is the Titan. It's a special deal. It's from Hart Nissan of Springfield, Virginia. 
but they're offering buyers, buyers, you can't lease the truck, buyers of a 2020 or a 2021 Titan pickup, a two-year, 10,000-mile-per-year lease for only 99 cents. So, like, I had to look at them like, this This doesn't make sense. But it, it was dead serious. It was somebody that put it up on, um, on Twitter or something like that. But the deal... And if you're listening now, you can still go pick one up if you really want to. But it's, uh, like I said, it's in Virginia at, at a Hart Nissan, Springfield, Virginia. Uh, two-year lease, 10,000 miles per year. The deal is good until June 1st. So you still actually have some time to so get it. So are you it. going down there to get one? No, because I'm not on the market yet for a new for a new truck. Right, but I just thought it was—I thought it was crazy. Like, what marketing? Because genius, it, it's just so genius. They—they they only have like a certain number. I think they only had like ten vehicles. <laughs> no, they had like ten vehicles. But think about it: they're going to get ten people enticed to go buy pickups when really, I mean, I'm sure there's people on the market for pickup trucks, but maybe they wanted to lease it or something like that. I guarantee you, these things all sell out. But how many more customers do you think are going to come back from that? You know, uh, Megabus. The, the buses that take yes, you to Yes, yeah, the dollar buses. Yeah, yep. Guess how many seats they sell for a dollar? How many? One. Wow. So they use Rates it at- as low as a dollar. There you go. Someone fact checked me, but I'm pretty sure it's only yeah, like one it, or two seats. It's ridiculous. And um, there are no, this is the, like, I'm like, where's the catch? No monthly fees. And customers will still be eligible for the federal EV tax credit. So they're going to be getting money back, basically. Yeah, and you're getting two cars. The company right? must be incentivized to sell these cars. I they guess. must be making something. It's it's crazy, and and I I, I mean it, it, this article went viral, mm-hmm. right? Clearly, I mean it's you genius. Didn't, you didn't, viral, you, didn't read it. you know. You know, I, I made it viral. You know. Well, I'm not a big car guy other than yeah. Tesla. You know, I'm a Tesla till I die. Are, are we getting Tessies? I would love one. So I'm on the market for a new vehicle in about. Eight, nine months. Eight, nine months, we'll get Tessies. But see, I really want an Escalade, too. I don't know. Get a Tesla Escalade. A, t- a Tescalade. <laughs> ah, that's my guy. Um, yeah, so that that's the um, that's the current event. And I, th- I thought it was crazy, so I wanted to share. If you, got, if you want a truck, go get one. Yeah. yeah. Spring, uh, Hart Nissan in Springfield, Virginia, baby. So my current event is uh, with our beloved Bitcoin. So it's uh, there was a huge dip recently, right? Uh, now it's back, or it's going back up. It's on its way up. But this is a really interesting one. BlockFi is a company that is a brokerage where you can hold your cryptocurrency, yep. some cryptocurrency, and they pay you interest. Mm-hmm. So they had a promotion that if you deposit a certain amount of money, you get a certain amount of money in U.S. dollars back, right? Okay. Okay. Yep. So you deposit 500 you get 500 back, gotcha. something like that, yep. or like whatever it was. There was a glitch where... A, the money being paid out was being paid out in Bitcoin. So wow. one dude got 700 Bitcoin. Wow. Which is like $25 million. 700 actual Bitcoin. 700. So there was, I don't know how many people, but a good amount of people who got paid out in Bitcoin, ranging from like $40,000, one Bitcoin is 40000 Off of a glitch? Off of a glitch. Up to someone got $25 million. So if you went into your account, your investment account, one day, and mm-hmm. it just said $30 million. That's ridiculous. That's what happened. Yeah, that's absurd. So some people took it off of the the brokerage. While it was still glitching? While it was still Ooh. hot. They're going to get sued, though. BlockFi got 90% back, but sent a press release out to all the people who took money out. But Gave them money. But because it's it, there's some rule that if you can take the money out and it was a mistake and you don't realize what you're doing, then- there's like a loophole, basically is my understanding. So it's also, it's a lot of money for BlockFi. They mm-hmm. got 90% back. So the money they lost in the grand scheme of it is like, oh, excuse me, it's like losing a small percentage. You know, okay. If they have $100 in their account, it's like losing five bucks. Wow. So for them legally to try to go pursue and re, re, you know, get this money back, it doesn't make sense. So these so the guys made out. people that made out, made out. See, I need Out of like the that. blue though. That's even crazier than lottery because lottery you play. Yep. This is you're just sitting there and you look and you're like, holy hell. And then you. I wouldn't have had the foresight to be like, let me get it off of the account. Right. And how do you take that much money off? I don't know. And and what's the turnaround? Where do you put it to? to Like my bank would be like, what? What is this? A million dollars out of nowhere? (laughs) I would love to learn more of like I would love to see the interview the person who got whatever a million. And that's crazy that they are actually letting them keep it without going after them. But I guess it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it like in the grand scheme, it's such little pennies to yep, them, but it's course. huge for the people that got it. They're Absolutely. like, you know what? 
It's crazy. The other thing is that there's a lot of conversation going on about the the um, the environmental cost of cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And there, I listened to an interview, and there's a guy who was saying, I forget his name, but he was he's a very smart dude. He's basically talking about how what America needs to do to compete with China mm-hmm. is Amazon needs to put on the cost of uh, production. So you know how like calories are on food items all the time now, mm-hmm. yep. and that wasn't a thing before. Yep. But it shows you like, oh, this there's a cost to this, a calorie. Yes. He wants to do that with items. So if you're going to buy something from China, it calculates this is going to cost you this much in insurance, this much in you know liability, whatever production costs on the environment. So then it gives you a like a green price. So like if you say you're uh, environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. Although it sounds like China's cheaper to make stuff, in reality, it's cheaper to do in the U.S. because of all the emissions and all this other stuff, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And I thought, like, if you were given an option to get this for $100, and then it shows your cost of 120 green versus 120 in the U.S., would you buy the U.S. one, even though technically it's more expensive? Yeah, now, now especially because I have a focus for you know American business, small business especially. Yeah, I am willing to pay more of a premium, knowing where it's going. He also said it's also uh, a brand play that they everyone thinks it's cheaper to produce in China. <laughs> he thought it was a marketing. Uh, um, there's got to be some validity. Well, there but definitely now, is because think of now. like sweatshops, right? Like sweatshops really aren't. We have warehouses, yeah. and I'm sure there's some illegal stuff that goes on in the country, but it's not nearly as prevalent as in China. Like yeah. sometimes people in China are making like cents but on an hour, he, and, and it's yeah. sweatshops. But he's saying like the cost of that, the cost of your legal fees to set that up, yep. the cost of you getting you know scammed. He's like, there's costs that mm-hmm. people don't take into account. So in reality, it's cheaper to produce locally. Gotcha. If you take into all the account of all the costs, you don't look at just right. six cents versus twelve cents. Gotcha. You're looking at, I need to set up this entity. I pay this in tax. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It is not financial advice. No, not at all. No, not no. Financial. I have a question. I have a question for oh. you. Talk people through the dip. We've recorded here where Bitcoin has been over sixty grand. Well, turbulence, right? So that kind of goes with the theme. N- today, I just I just looked. It's at thirty nine thousand something. Yep. Not, and again, some people panic for sure. I'm just yep. curious to hear your take approach on and somebody who's investing in a company and you go through these these moments. So I my personal philosophy with basically anything I invest in is that I'm looking at it as the long-term play I'll never sell, right? So when I invest in something, when it does take a dip, I see it as an opportunity to buy, like mm-hmm. it's on sale. And the way that you don't get too nervous about it is that you dollar cost average in. So if you have $100, every day you buy a dollar. So it doesn't matter if today it's 29 tomorrow it's 36 yep. You're averaging in because at the end of the day, my thought is that I believe in the asset, You know whether that's a house, whether that's what a mortgage is, your dollar cost averaging in Correct. into like a piggy bank mm-hmm. in the long term. So for me, I'm not too worried about it. You definitely like look and you read yeah, the headlines. Right. But- for people that are going into the markets and day trading, mm-hmm. it's completely different. Yes. If you have margin, if you're taking out loans to, you know, if you maxed out a credit card to buy it, then you're in trouble mm-hmm. because then it's a cash cash flow issue. Right. Like my goal is I never want to get in cash flow issues. You know, I want to be able to afford to take a hit certain places, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's like, for example, with the house, we had a conversation to keep rather than put more money down, we wanted to keep some money on the sidelines. If worst case scenario, our tenant up and leaves, our house, you know, I don't make any money or we don't make any money for a year, we could still pay off both properties. So like stuff like that yeah. uh, allows you to get through the turbulence more. Yeah, no, it's it's well well said. I was just curious on, on the take because there are people that are investing money, and this is this is my only issue with people who invest money in companies that they don't do research on. You have a play, you have a clear plan, right? Sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. One, I think the golden rule is never invest any money that you're not willing to really lose. Yes, right. That's like that's like the golden rule. Yeah, because I know I know some friends that took a lot of money into. Bitcoin mm-hmm. when it was booming and thriving and then ripped their money right out as soon as it started to, yeah, to dip. Yeah, yeah. You know, you panic, right? Yeah. Even with Peloton, like Peloton, yeah. 
um, was at like $170. And now today it's at like $104. But that's after it went all the way down to it was well below 100 Yeah. Right? But people, I mean, yes, kids were like dying on the treadmill or something like that, which was a obviously a terrible tragedy yeah. but that's a that's a temporary thing right now yeah right so i know that peloton long term will be successful because of where we're going with these big corporations you were talking about google keeping 20 percent of their people working from home well yeah. what yeah. better fitness equipment than a peloton than to have at home right absolutely but if if my and my point in asking you was just seeing seeing your perspective so those people out there who you know get a little panicky if you're a believer in the company and you're knowledgeable on it and you think it's the right thing to do, then rock out. And there's different strategies, right? Like a lot of people make a lot of money day trading mm-hmm. or you know, getting in and out of the market. I yep. just, for me, I don't know enough where I want to learn about companies and you know, yep. jump back and forth. My my attention isn't great, especially with businesses. So if I can limit the amount of info I need to re- retain and keep it simple, you know, like my theories, I'm just going to keep buying houses, rent them out. And keep scaling that up. I'm gonna buy, keep buying into Bitcoin, you know, every year or whatever dollar cost average in to whatever mm-hmm. extent, yep. and just not ever sell it. And you know, and they can borrow against it. So there's certain. You also get more. Um, so there's a term in trading where they call it diamond hands, where the market's crashing and you don't sell, you yep. hold on. Right. So like that diamond hands approach is really just a mental approach. So like when things are falling apart around you in business and life, whatever it is, diamond hands is like, all right, well, we're not going to retreat. We're just going to keep moving forward. And people do that in the bear market. Correct. Versus the bull market. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's in in any market, you know, it's just, it's the mindset of like, all right, well, everyone's freaking out. Let me not freak out. Let me figure out what's going on. You know, if the world's ending, the world's ending anyway. So correct. What's the matter if I lose the money? Yep. No, good, um, good little piece there. And then did you see just on, on Bitcoin, um, First NFL player yeah, to take his entire twenty one salary paid in Bitcoin. Yeah. Very cool. I so I don't know it, Sean Kokim, yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. So I think that if you do that, you're tying up your cash in something. I would do a He has a, a lot of money. No, I know, but I would you know probably I mean? that's a good point. If you have enough yeah. money to multi year deal. Multi year deal, he did um just one year yeah. fully paid in Bitcoin. 900 something thousand dollars in yeah. bitcoin i mean you know so uh yeah he, like elon musk said he's gonna he accepts bitcoin and then he just put out a statement that it's not eco-friendly blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he's a genius he's playing yep. like five levels of chess yep and we're all just kind of like what is he doing yes. and he's still winning so exactly. it's like i don't really take him too much into account i just mm-hmm. know that whatever he's doing it's going to be yep. around mm-hmm. um the uh yeah the bitcoin stuff's interesting the so what? So I listened to a couple things and not like major, just kind of high level, brief explanations. So what my understanding is what just happened is that there was a lot of uh, manipulation in the market, so that the price came down, so big institutions could buy it at a better price. And it sounds like everyone thinks that money's moving from retail investors, so like everyone that got money this year mm-hmm. and invested in it is getting out and then the big institutions are buying it up which if that's the case it could be faster than we think it's a great long term play then possibly yep. you never know what's going to happen but all that trends in the right direction but I do have so many people because I haven't pushed it on anyone but mm-hmm. people know how I feel about it that have texted me when it was like 29 and they're like what are you doing and I'm like you know same as I always did I'm just yep. going to keep buying in you know um, but I'm at a we're at a place you know Dan and I where the percentage that we're doing it doesn't make a difference right that's the biggest key yeah biggest key we wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at orgain.com we're happy to offer our listeners 30 percent off by entering the code no snooze 30 again that's no snooze 30 for 30 percent off your first order if you're on the market for a new protein powder nutritional shake Protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. 
Now, back to the epi. Um, so the, the whole topic of turbulence. Yeah. Right? What do you, uh, so when you, you know, again, like we spoke a couple days ago, Mike was like, oh, good, you know, let's, let's talk about some things that are going on in our, in our lives. So the topic of turbulence was coming up and kind of sticking through yeah. um, during, I guess, and not tough times, but challenging times, right? Busy times. So what exactly are you? So turbulence, I'm, I'm talking about like when you, I think when you're doing something difficult, there's always options to quit. Like there's more, there's more opportunity that presents itself mm-hmm. to get sidetracked and quit. Like you'll recognize it in certain, like with the house, there's been a lot of times where you have an out, like someone's like, Oh, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Like, uh, you know, if you don't get your mortgage, you can get out of it. Or, you know, there's mm-hmm. another property that comes on the market. And you're like, ah, oh, did I do the right thing? There's always these, uh, tests that come up that want to see, like, you know, the book that just came out winning by Grover. An incredible book. I knew you'd read it. So incredible. But his whole thing, I is, was reading, I was averaging 27 pages a day. Whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's it's the like um, I can't talk specifically of certain things, but like you have an opportunity, uh, and it'd be easier to say like you know having a studio. You have an opportunity to have this studio. All, all these other expenses pop up, and yep. you're like, wow, it'd be a lot easier not to have to pay for the studio. Mm-hmm. But you're like, you know what? No, this is my plan. It's going to be more difficult, but you got to stick to it. Do right. you know that that is a safety mechanism? Seriously, safety mechanism of the brain. What to retreat? Yeah, yeah. So I'm dead serious. Your brain, our brains, yeah. are actually physically and chemically wired to bring us back to a safe place. Yeah. So you have to train your brain to get through these moments that you're talking about. Yeah. It's one of the most interesting things that um, I like. I heard I heard it from Ed Milet. Ed Milet made me do a little extra research on it. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a chemical, and it's a safety chemical in our brains to bring us back to a safe place, which is yeah. wild to think about. That the yep. human anatomy of the brain is actually exactly that. Yeah, like it works against you. Yes. You well, know? it works against you if you can't persevere through it. No, I know, but I'm saying you you have your everyone says your own worst enemy is yourself, which is true. Correct. Because you're in your brain twenty four seven. Yep. So when you're trying to do stuff, you're the biggest doubter. Right. Right? Like right. no one else doubts your abilities mm-hmm. as much as you do. But at the same time, no one else has the same confidence in your abilities as you do. Absolutely. So you gotta let the the guy on the right win over the guy on the left. Yep. Yeah. But it is interesting how things line up mm-hmm. where I just in my life lately all of these businesses and things, things are going well, but the timing is never ideal. Yes. Like certain things happen where, of course, all my closings don't land when I'm spending all this money to buy a house with my wife. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that don't line up that you can make, like we, you can make a very easy excuse to stop things. We can make a very easy excuse, oh, we're overwhelmed, works hard to not show up and not record. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And we have so many opportunities yes. that come up through the day. We're like, oh, we have this, we have that. So it's hard to keep training yourself to, in bad times and shaky times, just keep going forward. Yep. But that's how, I think that's half the battle. If it is. All the battle. It is. But the most important thing is practicing that same skill. Yeah. Right. And noticing when that does happen in your brain. It's like, no, I know what I want. I committed to this process. I got to keep going. Yeah. And there's uh, the the other thing I'm thinking about is there is. Uh, like in a, a plane, when there is turbulence, they adjust mm-hmm. so that they kind of go with it. Yep. So like depending on what you're dealing with, you, if you can adjust on the fly um, and move with it. So like there was a big business thing that's changed recently in my company. And now my thought is like, all right, so now where does that leave me? And it's a lot of thought on strategizing on like how do I position myself that all this new wind and turbulence is coming how do I position myself so that I'm uh, my uh, you know my wings are catching some of that wind mm-hmm. right like it's uh, chaos creates opportunity so being in that sometimes people are like let me just survive and we joke about it all the time like we're trying to survive the week but if you can navigate while you're in that chaos you can actually benefit even more yes but you, it, you got to make the decision to do it. Yeah, but it's uh, the I, I, I hate talking super vague, but I can't talk too much specifics. Um, but it, it, like with the house, right? Like we're packing, we're in the middle of packing. Like I, I packed all my clothes. Like I don't have any clothes. You know, the no snooze shirts are packed. So in the morning, I'm like wearing the same shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's my hoodie? 
It's just it's just like there's so much crap going on that you have to keep reminding yourself like it's temporary. Yep. This is a week, then we're on to the next step. I will say something that I've been doing through these turbulent weeks, um, and, and you know, turbulence for me has been just feeling like I have no control of my life at times, yeah. right? Whereas I'm a very regimented, like I, I have to go through the same routines over and over again. So that's that's been you know the biggest struggle for me, as we spoke about. But I came up with these couple things that. I make sure that I do regardless. And it's, it's something we become very conscious of. And the first thing is, even in these times, setting aside specific leisure time to make sure that you don't allow the overwhelm to just consume you. So if it's something at the beginning of the week, you set it for the end of the week and you say, you know what? No, we're going to make time to go for, for this dinner or whatever. And also, to that same lighthearted point, is keeping your sense of humor. Mm. Very hard. Because, I mean, you saw when I walked in, right? Like my my mind was kind of all over the place and I literally had to make a decision like, okay, are you going to sh- have that energy on the podcast or are you going to be able to laugh a little bit with your boys and, and bring it back to life? Mm-hmm. And I know that's something that you always do too in I terms try. of the, the humor. You know, you're yeah. a very funny guy. Uh, tragedy's comedy is, uh, who said that? Is that a movie? Shakespeare. Oh. Shakespeare. He said tragedy's comedy. Tragedy's comedy. So like, just, it's hard to do but like when everything's going wrong you just got to laugh. Oh, my aunt just died. Am I supposed to laugh about that? No, but you can, <laughs> but you can laugh about your aunt. And you can laugh about the memory. Aunt. Ah, good. I like that. See Boom. that? See that? You just converted me. You see? Yeah. Um, don't overcommit in times of uh, turbulence. I, for me. What do you mean? Overcommit to uh, additional things. You know, my, it's my biggest issue. Dude, me too. Um, but I actually just told one of the commissions that I'm on that I have to take the summer to be away from this board uh, just because I have, you know, a busy work season coming up and I have a lot, a lot of other obligations, but it was a perfect example when I was like thinking about what you were saying about the turbulence. If there's something that you can scale back on during the turbulent times, pretty smart to do so. Yeah. You know, and this is something that like this commission, it's not like this is a, a forever thing. So me stepping away for a couple months is not going to make or break, you know, the decisions that are being made for the organization that we sit on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they respected it uh, very well because they, they actually thought that I was going to take that break when I had the baby. Never did. So here was a perfect time that I'm like, no, I, I could use that break right now. Yeah. The uh, knowing like when to scale back on certain things, that's a tough, tough skill. And saying no to things and changing things, that's all leads to the turbulence. Like some of the stuff that we do, we create it. Yep. You know, uh, and then I like, would say like 90% of it, right? Yeah. And then like, damn, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Something that I've done and I continue to do is I remind, like I know when we talk, we always talk about sometimes you're getting stuck in the weeds, but then you have to talk about the overall game plan, the vision, and then it comes back to a positive note, yep. right? Sometimes day to day is crappy, but then when you think, on a broader scale, you're like, we're still going towards that path. Yes, we got stuck in this this mud, mm-hmm. but there's still the path. Like we're still we're go, we're on the right track. Yep. It's just this week sucked, you know. So, you know, daily with r- at least real estate, it's so up and down. Like you could start a day and be like, wow, no one wants this property. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing a terrible job marketing it. No one's ever going to buy it. Then the next day, you have two offers. You're like, I'm the best realtor in town. You know, so it's like you can't fall victim to the day to day, which is hard because it's up and down. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so hard to stay consistent yep. when there's so much that changes every day. Yep, and, and even with the baby, like the baby's oh, yeah. sleeping fine, and then the next day they're not sleeping. You're like, damn, I'm terrible as a parent. Yeah, well, my baby's not sleeping, so it must be must be terrible. But <laughs> there's a mix of like you know her, her obviously teething and the the amount of. Uh, drool that like you were saying a, cu- a oh, couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, right? There was a couple times that she had her shirt um, pretty wet, and I'm like, "Is that from an ice cube?" Because she chews on ice too when she's um, you know teething in that little thing, and sometimes it's drool, sometimes it's ice. I don't know. She's kicking me in the back of the head while I'm sleeping, yeah. like crazy. Um, being conscious of doing something you love every day too, mm. right? That is something that I have during these times. I always make it a point. Like today, I didn't want I really didn't want to work out, but I love working out. So I said, "You know what? I'm going to work out and have 
fun. So I didn't even put on a podcast. I actually put on some like dance music, which mm-hmm. was hilarious, um, and just upbeat music. And I enjoy working out. So I saw the u- ultimate vision again. Yes, I I like my biceps to pop, blah blah blah. But in reality, I like to be healthy, mm-hmm. right? So. I said, you know what? As shitty as this day is, yes, of course I could I could snooze today if I really want to snooze. But I was like, no, you know what? I enjoy working out. The other day it happened with my daughter, right? Got home. I was like, this has been a terrible day. I don't want to do anything. I was like, no, you know what? I love going for a walk with my daughter. Let me take her on a walk. By the time I came back from the walk, I knew that the nonsense was still going to be there. But during that time frame, it gave me so much relief. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it, it's an important thing to, it's very easy to put off. But if there's something that you like to do and there's still a turbulent day or it's a shitty day, make sure you do it. And to that point, I think to incorporate something you love to do or anything, you have to get more organized. Yeah. Like I keep finding that's my theme is like I just got to get more organized. Just got to get more organized. Mm -hmm. The people that I work with, I got to get them more organized. Not you guys specifically because we're pretty organized. But like, you know, I have new partners in certain things, you know, my company, all this stuff. All the people that I work with, the reason that we're not moving quicker is because of my lack of organization, right? Like if I put everything in a G drive and I can share the the closing docs with you in a button, like one button, mm. that frees up so much time for me. Yep. It's my lack of doing that in the front end that ruins you on the back end. And then you get condensed. Yep. But as long as you're working through it, that's that's all you can do. But it's, it's uh, getting organized while also... Like you can't stop doing the things that are making you money or in business. You mm-hmm. still have to do those. You just have to keep auditing on the way, well, which cr- is the tough. It, it is tough. But you and I are both at a place that we've decided that we want more for ourselves. We want more for our careers. We want more for our families. And with that comes additional responsibility. Yeah, yeah. We're going to continue to get busier oh, yeah. and busier yeah. and busier and more hectic. And some people, I, I look- it, it is what it is. They get very complacent in their job. They get happy. I got a good salary. I got this. That's just not me. It's not me. Like, I'll never get to a place to where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm making a hundred some thousand dollars a year and, you know, my family is provided for. And you can do that. And that's not wrong, right? That's not not being no snooze. But for me, I have this addiction. I, I literally have an addiction to, to winning, right? And and I feel like even Tim if- Tim Grover in the house. I, I swear, even if I even if I reach a certain level of a win, whereas five years ago, if I if I I would have I would have prayed that I would be exactly where I'm at today. Yeah, yeah. And literally today, I'm like, okay, good feeling, but I still want so much more. Yeah. But the way to scale and keep going up, I think, lays on organization. My point. That's okay. where. Yeah, that's where I got on this random. No, I, my point. You gave me an alley No, yeah. My point is organization, and you have to keep refining that because as you get busier. You're, you need to get more organized. Yeah, and organized is a vague term, but it's also like your process is reworking things. All right, this worked. This doesn't work great. You know, I do, this takes two hours for me to do. Yep. Does it really result in that much results? Is right. it worth my time? Right. It's like a next level. You're, you, that's the problem with all this. The problem is if you're trying to progress and scale, mm-hmm. the stuff that worked at tier two is not going to work. Not going to work, three, my brother. Which not going to work. Because you're like, I just figured out tier two, and now i got to figure out tier three. Exactly. Same with the podcast. That's a big realization, though. Stuff that's working here, we're like, all right, to get to the next level, that's not going to work. Yep. And then you got to rework it. It's like the not getting complacent and not getting comfortable it goes with everything. Mm-hmm. And it's it's even harder with partners because you have to make sure that they stay motivated, too. Because yeah, there's yeah. times that I'm sure you know the three of us are not as motivated as you know, the other one. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. And if you all uh, in any business have the same vision, then you got to stick with it and, and keep moving past it. Yeah. And the magic is that like when you come together and you do something like this, but you also have your own lives, there's luckily when you do have partners, you have the people that keep pulling you back. Yep. You know, it's like gravity. Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't have the people with you when you're doing projects and things, yep. it gets harder to pull yourself back versus if you have, Someone that's, you know, come on, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like working out with someone. It's much easier to work out with someone. Although I do enjoy working out by myself. For me, it's not, I was going to say, because I'm usually the one that's pushing, pushing. the other person. Yeah. You know? But maybe you need a workout partner that is above you. Yeah. I, anybody? Justin Anthony Sanchez? I don't know if there's anyone out there that's more fit. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I don't. You were just saying I don't have any abs. Anyway. This will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Very good one here. <clears throat> Clear the throat. 
Let me clear my throat. Do not pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Bruce Lee. Mm, Bruce, Uncle Bruce. Uncle Brucey. Brucey. Um, I don't know if I like that one. Do not pray for an easy life. Difficult. Why would pray, you pray for, for the strength life? to endure a difficult one? Mm. Right, like you're in yeah, a difficult true, space right true. now. You're right. You're not right. not like a not a difficult life in a sense of a negative place. Challenging. Difficult being challenging. Difficult being involved in so many different things that you That's have good. to make decisions. But by choosing the difficult side of things, right, the challenges that builds your mindset which is something good. that clearly Bruce Lee has done. That's good. He is the strongest mindset in the world. Sometimes I ask, I, I challenge you on those because I like when you elaborate. Yeah. Mm. Sold. Sold. Uh, for Miguelito's mantra. Ito, Ito, Ito. Can I make a request for my graph to be cookies yeah. this week? Did you do tacos last he week? Did. He did. Oh, I don't it's know. funny. I didn't say, I mean, you didn't text me or nothing. My man, he's... Uh-oh. He's, he's right. leaving me high and dry. Another topic. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you can't see the road ahead, but as you keep going, it gets clearer. Stay the course, and the fog of life dissipates. Cousin Sanjo Jindaya. Ooh. I don't know if that's how you present very, it. Sounds good, though. Very good quote. Who's vanilla now? <laughs> Listen, eat those tacos, eat some barbecue, enjoy your Memorial Day. Thank you to those who have served. Thank you to those who have lost their lives serving for the United States of America. Terrific. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. <laughs> Shot them early. <laughs> what the fuck? That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.